You're listening to Women in Leadership Podcast, Episode 2. Hi, I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, and welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast, the podcast that empowers you to reach your full potential, whether you're a woman already in a leadership role, or maybe you're an aspiring leader. Now, does the thought of getting up and having to speak in front of a crowd of people send you into a panic? Or perhaps you're in a meeting, you've got something you want to share to the conversation, yet you just don't know how to bring your point across in a way that people will really listen and appreciate what you have to say. Or maybe you have shared some of your ideas, yet they've gone unnoticed only later for someone else to mention the same thing and they're told, hey, that's a fantastic idea. We're going to look into that. Well, joining me today is Trisha Carp, and she's the author of two books, Own It, Powerful Speaking for Powerful Women, which was a number one bestseller on Amazon and Media Talk. And her career began nearly 25 years ago when she landed her first job as a commercial radio news journalist. She's worked as a prime TV primetime TV news presenter, a voice artist, news director and corporate communications advisor and presentation skills trainer. Now as an executive coach and facilitator, she combines her powerful speaking prowess with the tools to help you unlock the message that's yours to share, as well as transform the internal roadblocks that have held you back so that you can become a compelling speaker who makes a difference with her words. On today's show, she's going to share why it's so important for you to stand up and speak, what it takes to well and truly own the room, whether you're speaking on a stage, presenting in the boardroom, or maybe just talking in a meeting, as well as how to get a sense of your genuine power so you can be engaging and inspiring, and it's most likely not what you think. So welcome to the show. Hi, Anne-Marie. Communication is such an important tool. Speaking, getting up in front of people or even just having a one-to-one, yet unfortunately so many women hide their voice, they're afraid to get up and speak in front of a crowd and unfortunately their message goes unheard. What's What are a couple of things that you want to share with them today? Oh, I could share <laughs> so many things. Mm. I think the most important thing that I notice in working with women and I see this all the time is that we have so much inside us we have so many stories about who we can and can't be and who we should and shouldn't be and Mm -hmm. what's okay and what's not and are we not enough are we too much and all of that stands up with us when we stand up to speak Mm -hmm. and that for me is the most it's the hardest thing for me to see with people but it's also the most exciting thing because when you can shift through that and you can find that place in yourself of owning it and this is all about internal work Mm. you know all the all the ideas about you have to be polished you have to stand this way you have to say this you need to do it that way all those techniques are a big load of rubbish Mm -hmm. it's really about coming in and finding that place where you can say I am enough I have something to say people want to hear what I have to say I have a message and I can make a difference and when you can really stand up and own that 
then you become powerful. Mm. I think for women, hearing and realising that we're not alone when it comes to our nerves. So many of us put so much pressure. It has to be polished. I have to be fantastic. She just stands up and speaks and it, your words just flow out of her mouth. But it really starts with the internal piece first. It's all about the internal piece. You know, the more and more women I work with and the more I do this work, the more my focus for them becomes on the internal work. Mm -hmm. And there's actually very little to do outwardly it might be refining a few things here and there but it, it all comes from inside from small things to how you use your voice you know mm -hmm. some women in a conversation speak quite strongly but then when they stand up they go all a little bit quiet yes. <laughs> and the voice sort of fades away a little bit um, all of that is not about do this with your voice or do that. It's about coming in. I'm always saying to people, come in, you know, come into your body, be really grounded, trust yourself. And sometimes they just need to hear from me what I can see in them that they can't see in themselves. And mm. something like that can shift you dramatically. It mm. certainly can. I know that even now when I get up to speak, for some people when I share with them, I still get a little bit nervous when the microphone comes around. That's just natural however what's really cool is that you can learn different things to do but it really does start from the internal work what are you telling yourself because if you don't shift that inner voice from one that's oh don't stand up you're going to make a mistake or who are you to to think that you can possibly contribute all of that internal chatter if we don't change that first then all of the other practical tools which are great they're not going to impact as well and they're certainly not going to allow us to, to really stand up and be a powerful speaker. So what would you say to someone who is listening today and they can really see that this is an area that has been stopping her from getting out there, getting her, her message out. Why do you believe it's so important for her to stand up and speak? Oh, gee, I can give you so many reasons about that. Mm. I think that as women, all of us have brilliance and expertise in our own ways, mm -hmm. whatever we bring to our, our careers. But it's not just that. It's, it's, all, it's who we are and what we bring. And I think that so much gets lost when our voices aren't heard. And women carry a particular kind of power and a particular kind of wisdom that the world very much needs. You know, our stories matter. We can make a difference with what we have to say when we can share our experiences. And it doesn't have to be, people say to me, I'm not very interesting. I don't really, I haven't had some tragic thing happen or some amazing breakthrough in my life. And mm -hmm. it doesn't matter, you know, we all live ordinary lives and we're all enthralled and interested in other people and if you can have a message that means something to you and make sense from that and share your experiences in ways that might help others I, for me I, I find that absolutely captivating and enthralling mm. and I know that when people stand when women stand up in a room and speak from that place I have witnessed the impact time and time again for the audience you mm. know it's an exquisite thing when people in an audience say wow, I've never been to a talk where I have felt so touched and so moved and so inspired to go and do something different in my life. Mm -hmm. And I think in particular women carry that. Yeah, and it's, it's so not true. about women and men. It's not about that. It's just that when we can find that place of connection in ourselves and be really real and just stand there and say, this is who I am. And I want to offer something to you. And I hope that it's useful. Mm. It's incredibly mm. powerful. It is. And I think with that comes an internal confidence 
that mm. just really shines. And as you were sharing that, I recall a situation where I was at a networking group and we had a new member who had three minutes to introduce herself and she was so nervous. Yet uh, some of the, the, the committee members had said to her, you know what, just share a little bit about your story. And the entire room was really captivated as she did share how she came into what she was doing now and a bit of background. And there was that story around it and it was authentic it, and it was really captivating to the point where when the three minutes were kind of coming to an end, we all went, oh, we want to hear more. So, of course, the conversation really mm -hmm. continued on. But the, the, what I want to share in, in that was when she was speaking, and it doesn't matter what she was speaking about, because she really had connected with that authenticity and she was sharing a story and it came out really confidently. We really connected with it and she said it was, she was initially so nervous, but as she was speaking, that inner confidence, she really felt it, it shines through. So that's why it's really important. Start, what are you telling yourself? Connect authentically. So many women have said, look, I've been in a board meeting or a committee meeting and there's men and women. I've suggested something and it kind of gets passed by. Then one of the gentlemen happens to mention the same thing and for it to go, oh, wow, that's fantastic. Let's do some brainstorming around that. So what would people need to do to well and truly own that room so when they do speak, people do take notice and listen and appreciate what's being said? In those situations, the message that you have and the way that you share it is, is really crucial. So often women use a lot more words than men to mm -hmm. get to their point. And I always suggest if you are going into a meeting or a situation like that where you have something particular that you know you want to bring up, it is about sitting down beforehand and clearly putting your message together so you can get straight to the point, say what you have to say. And you need to say it in a way that is impactful. You need to say it in a way mm -hmm. that you have a certain presence. I have something to say. This is important and this is what I'm going to share with you. Mm. And for some people, that's where things can get tricky because it's all there, but they might talk around it and not get to the point or they might, in the way they actually say it, they just might not be strong enough or they might not be saying it clearly and strongly enough for it to be heard that way. A lot of women I work with don't feel comfortable to be that direct. Mm -hmm. So if you sit down beforehand and you get very clear on this is my message, this is the point I want to make, and here are two or three other points perhaps that will back up what I want to say, mm -hmm. then you can go in with a bang, bang, bang sort of situation where it's really clear and here it is. Yeah, I love that and, and I'm smiling to myself uh, as you're sharing that because it is really about different communication styles and I've, I've got two daughters. One of them is a straight to the point kind of gal. She has uh, something that she wants to say, bang, 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 done. Yet my youngest, that's my oldest daughter, yet my youngest daughter, she likes to tell the background story. So often I'll hear in conversation with my husband who's a really direct, you know, get to the point and that's what he said Nikki I don't need the whole story around it's just how was your day good bad what was you know and really and here's I think what's really important to stress it's not that what you are saying is not of importance it really is a way in which your message is going to be heard and understood because for people who do prefer direct straight to the point as soon as you start to share a lot of that background story they switch off don't they so it's about adapting a little bit adjusting the 
way that you communicate so that people are with you and think this is great and then of mm. course you've got the opportunity uh, to then share a little bit more and is that what you found happens when you've got this is the message here are the clear points that then opens up the topic for further conversation it does and you need to be aware you touched on this really well you need to be aware of who you're dealing with don't mm. you you know what mm -hmm. their communication style is what's the normal way that things are done in these meetings who's running it and and how do they want it done mm -hmm. and you need to adapt to that a bit because that's how we connect we we, tu we tune in and women do this exceptionally well our, our emotional intelligence we're so intuitive usually that we can do that yes. we know what we're dealing with so think about that other person how do I best connect with that person and how will they receive it the best way and then be that because that's how communication happens and it's not about changing who you are it's just about connecting yeah and, and at the end of the day that's why we do what we do we have to connect or it doesn't it, the message gets lost and then you don't have the influence and you can't inspire in the way that you need to would there be any other advice that you would share with someone about owning the room whether they're on stage or even just in a meeting <laughs> you need to be very clear about the kind of presence that you want to exude mm. and these sorts of things help you before you really get to that place of internally owning it in a way that you don't have to think about it so much anymore but as a starting point who do you want to be in that room I always say to people, who do you who do you want to be? What kind of presence do you want to exude? What are the qualities that are important to you? What do you value? And then, and people always say, you know, women always say, I want to be confident. Mm -hmm. And I say, well, if I had a camera on you, if I had a TV camera on you and I was filming your behaviour, how would I know that you're confident? And that's the key step. What are the behaviours you need to actually do <laughs> so that we know you're confident and I think that's where it can for some people that gets a little bit difficult because they say I want to be confident and then they think well ah what do I have to do I suppose if I was confident I'd walk a certain way or I'd stand a certain way when I'm speaking I wouldn't kind of lean side to side or rock back and forth or mm -hmm. um, do things in my body language that show I'm not comfortable and when you're very clear about that presence you want to exude and what it takes to be that, it can help you move into owning it more and more. And and I, it takes a while. It takes a little while to find that place inside and it doesn't go away. It's constant work. I mean, it doesn't go away for me. I can still do a presentation sometimes and and there'll be something about that that room that I'm triggered by or mm -hmm. I'll be stretching myself to go and do it and I'm feeling more nervous than usual. You know, that self-talk for me and those processes that I have to go through, they don't go away. Mm. I have to constantly do that. And I think we forget that too. This is a work in progress and we're undoing very old habits around not only for public speaking, I mean, in Buddhism, they say it's in the top five human fears. So we bring all of that with us, but we also bring all the other stories and, and layers that get in the way. Yeah. I had a client yesterday, and it was just a, a classic example. She said, I want to stand up. I want to be confident. I want to be taken seriously. I don't want to worry about what everyone else is thinking of me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And that's what we do. So do that work as well to, to keep in that zone. Yeah, so, so very important. And I think it's comforting to, to for, for listeners to hear that you who are an expert in this field, there are times when you kind of get a little bit nervous too, yet you use the tools, you've got that inner voice that really is empowering you. How do I want to be, you know, engaging, communicating in a very powerful way, confidence. And so it really is all about reminding ourselves, you know, when there is a little bit of nervousness, 
nervousness there just to take it in hand, not let it go and your mind just go absolutely berserk because then you start to blabber and, and you're saying things and then, oh, oh my goodness, then it's just, you, you kind of think, can I just replay that whole scene? Uh, so that's a, a great reminder. What about in situations where there are people that are speaking that are so loud and so direct that, and they obviously love the sound of their own voice and they don't take a break. Are there any tips that you'd share to, to engage with those kind of people in a meeting and get your voice heard? Do you mean almost like you have to interrupt? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is difficult, isn't it? Because none of us want to do that. We mm -hmm. want to sit there and be polite and, and not interrupt. It's okay to interrupt as long as you do it in a way that isn't rude. Yeah. So one way that I really like to do that is to pick up on a point that somebody that that person has just said and to reiterate that point and then add what you would like to add to it so you're still keeping the conversation going it doesn't have to be as extreme as you just butting in and then yes. taking things off in a completely <laughs> different direction uh yeah i mean a conversation some people don't get what a conversation is some mm -hmm. people don't actually get the two-way street and it's not about sitting there and letting that person rule the whole room and then you don't have a chance to say anything mm -hmm. uh, and that doesn't contribute overall either. So that's what I recommend. What's really important, I love the way you said it, is to not let them overpower you. Again, there are strategies that you can use. Hold that inner confidence. Being purposeful, I think, is, is really important. So just speaking about getting the sense of your genuine power, and I know everything that you've spoken about today really supports us in developing and recognizing actually that we do have that genuine power so that we can be engaging and inspiring and it's not likely what we think. What is that? Yeah, I, I think for a lot of us, we're so concerned about doing it the way we think it has to be done. Mm -hmm. So we watch how other people stand up and present and even though they're boring and even though we forget about what they said five minutes later, we think we have to fit that and do that. And I come from a very different place. So that genuine, our power is internal. And power is internal and especially as women, it's our inner lives and being able to access that place and, and operate from that place. So for me, it's more important that I stay connected with myself and who I am and what I'm all about so that I don't get swayed by other people's ideas or opinions or agendas or judgments. And as women, I'm, I'm willing to bet we all want that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because I, I'll probably, have some of that. <laughs> yeah, I'll have some of that, thank you. I would say that's the number one, the essence of the number one thing I, I help people with. And I would say that's my greatest challenge as well mm -hmm. because we're intuitive, we care, we have empathy, we, we want to connect with people, we want to make them feel better, we want to make them feel okay. So that's a feminine thing. And what happens is we lose ourselves often mm -hmm. because we're so busy trying to do all of those sorts of things and we forget where we sit in it. Yes. So when you can connect from that place inside and speak from it, which is really about speaking from your heart, speaking passionately in a way that what you care about and I don't care if it's a work presentation people say it's so boring I have to do this work presentation and I say well find something in it that you care about that matters to you because if you can't do that you're not going to speak in a way that's powerful absolutely so yeah. that's where it needs to come from and then you are instantly engaging and inspiring and captivating because you're so strongly connected with yourself and just being yourself and there is nothing more inspiring 
than someone who's really present and just can say, this is who I am and I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Gosh, that's, that's so important. Just, it is so important if you're an so aspiring cool. leader or if you're already a leader. Can you imagine if you had to get up and present some information to your team and you were just bored and you're not engaging and inspiring? How is your team going to, to feel? They're not going to be engaged or inspired to do that either. So that is such a, a great reminder. So what mm -hmm. would be one lesson that you've learned throughout your career that has really supported you in becoming the leader in your area of influence that you are today? My biggest lesson has been to trust myself and to back myself and to really go for it. When I started my business, I stopped started my business a few times mm -hmm. and I felt that I put myself into a corner in my life where it's just like I have to make this happen now. Yes. And I knew that I needed help with that. And so I worked with a mentor. I mean, that's, that's another aspect as well, which has been incredibly important to me in, in my life and in my business. So I have learned I just have to trust myself. It's all about me. No one's going to do it for me. No one else can do it for me. And if I want to see something done differently or I want to make a difference, then I have to do that in my own way. So it's about full responsibility for myself and my greatness. You know, I want to be my best and I want to do great work in the world and, and I care. So trust myself, trust myself, trust myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because if you're, I mean, if you're in business particularly, and I'm, I'm sure you understand this, Anne-Marie, it's like there's no one else sort of saying, I'll go and do this and it'll work. Yes. <laughs> we don't know, do we? We yeah. just we put ourselves out there and we do that. Yeah. So that has been a huge lesson for me to just trust myself and take action and yeah. go for it. What an incredible lesson for all of us, you know, especially if we're thinking of in this situation around um, becoming a powerful speaker, if we do, or maybe we have gotten up previously and uh, our message didn't land or didn't impact the way that we wanted to trust ourselves, get a mentor, get help, reach out to Trisha, have her help you uh, take, you know, really take some of the things that we've been talking about today to the next level so that you really can step up and uh, be heard and make an impact with your message. Now, before we go, Tricia, we have had a, um, a question that has been sent in by one of our listeners, Violetta Balhas. She's a communication specialist and word wrangler. And she says, what's one thing that we can do to make a really great first impression when we stand up to speak? So say, for instance, in the first 15 or 30 seconds, what would be some words of advice for Violetta? In those first 15 to 30 seconds, when you are setting up to speak, before you even open your mouth, and there are a few steps that I guide people through to be taken seriously before you even open your mouth to speak. One very simple one and incredibly potent as well is to make eye contact with a few people before you even say anything. And it calls people to attention. So they sit there and go, oh, okay, she's here. And she's about to speak to us. You don't even have, you don't say anything. You just stand there, get in your position, make eye contact with two or three people. You don't even need to think about who they are. You'll, you'll just automatically look where you need to look. And it creates a sense of anticipation with the people in the room mm -hmm. and it calls them to action and, and attention very quickly. And I love that. I wish I'd, I often forget to do that. <laughs> I wish I would do that more because it's so profound when it, when it does happen. So that's one very simple thing you can do. And I will say if you're not comfortable with eye contact, 
please practice that because that's such a powerful way to connect. It's powerful when someone in the audience isn't quite playing the game the way you want to. Mm. You can pull them back in by giving them attention. But the other thing is too, people in an audience feel incredibly important when you look at them and make eye contact with them. It's very, very potent, powerful yeah. tool. So there you go, uh, Violet. I hope that was helpful for you. Now, thank you so much, Tricia, for coming on the show. It really has been a pleasure to speak with you. So for women who are listening today that would love to find out more about you and uh, how you can support them, what's the best way for them to get in contact with you? The best way is to hop on over to my website, which is wisetalk.com.au, and all my details are there, right? fresh blog articles each week as well. So hop on to my love letter. I call it a love letter, not a newsletter <laughs> that I send out each week. Um, and it's all about how to help women speak. Oh, terrific. Thank you yeah. so much. So now it's over to you. Trisha and I want you to join the conversation to let us know what's one aha that you have taken away from today's interview. Maybe it's the lesson that Trisha learned was to really to trust yourself, trust yourself, trust yourself and take action when it comes to powerful speaking. So to join the conversation, all you need to do is go to annemariecross.com forward slash podcast two and leave your comment below the show notes. We really do look forward to reading what you have to say. And the link again is annemariecross.com forward slash podcast two. So today's inspirational message is when you can't change the direction of the wind, adjust your sails. And that's by H. Jackson Brown Jr. So is there something causing you issues in your life or maybe in your career? Sometimes adjusting your approach, your attitude or your actions, or maybe even all three can be what you need to move forward. So do you need to adjust something in your life, your career or in your business to get the outcome you desire? Go ahead and do it today. So that brings us to the end of another episode and I do hope that you'll join me again next week. Now before we go, I'd love you to connect with us. So all you need to do is go to annemariecross.com forward slash podcast connect to find out all of the ways that we can connect to keep the conversation going. While you're there, I'd love you to do what I call the triple S steps. What's our triple S steps? subscribe, share and shout out. So subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That means that every week, another great guest just like Trisha will be sharing her wisdom with you. Uh, again, details over at annemariecross.com forward slash podcast connect. Share the podcast with your colleagues. We want to take this message to the world. Shout out by leaving a comment and rating for the show on iTunes. Really appreciate it. See you next week. Make it a good one. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.